This episode of the NASCAR Betting Preview Show is sponsored by Atlas Hair. Now, guys, I just got one question for you. Are you ugly? Yeah, we thought so. Lucky for you, we've actually got something for that. Atlas is an elite line of hairstyling products with cologne fragrances to help quaff that mop into something straight out of Hollywood and smell like you're the guy she's going home with tonight. Half of our products also contain a hair-thickening ingredient to help those of us who are getting a little thin up there to make the most of what we've got. Get started today at atlashair.com and use the promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order. We can't fix your face, but we could at least give you a fighting chance. Atlashair.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-H-A-I-R.com. Welcome in, race fans, to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show podcast, Xfinity Series Edition, Episode 18. My name is Mike Bachman. I am your host. Ladies and gentlemen, the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs are set. The round of 12 gets underway from Bristol Motor Speedway under the lights. It's going to be a great show. Really excited for this one. Bristol has put on some serious good races over the last couple of years for Xfinity. Don't expect this one to be any different. The pressure is going to be on, the intensity is going to be up there, and drivers are going to be on their horse wheeling it around the last great Coliseum. So we're going to do a brief little recap of the Kansas Lottery 300, take a look at the betting card, and do a complete deep dive into multiple markets for the Food City 300. So what do you say? You kick back with your favorite adult beverage, and let's get into this. But before we do, I know what you're thinking, Mike. The fuck is going on with your audio? It sounds absolutely terrible. Had some technical difficulties with my microphone, just could not figure out what the hell was going on. Uh, So going to have to really look into that and see what the hell I'm dealing with. But wanted to get this podcast out for you guys with ample time to take advantage of some of the great numbers uh, that I was able to find, some value here on the board for this race this weekend. Uh, So going to have to unfortunately deal with uh, this type of quality for this episode, but you know, something's better than nothing and had to get something out for you guys because it's the first race of the friggin' playoffs. Uh, we're going to be betting and we're going to be breaking this one down. But let's take a look at the race last week from Kansas, the Kansas Lottery 300. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek dominates to win the regular season finale, his series high sixth win of the season. It was the second straight race where he swept both stages and he was the one standing in victory lane at Kansas. So congratulations to John Hunter. Uh, John Hunter, who we know was announced that he will be making the jump to cup next year in the Legacy Motor Club number 42. We talked about that last week. Uh, I mean, talk about momentum for this 20 car and for this team entering the playoffs uh, has been the best car arguably all year. And despite winning this race, uh, Austin Hill wrapped up the regular season championship and was the regular season champion. Uh, finished this race in fifth place, was a pretty good run for Austin Hill, kind of fell off a little bit at the end of this thing, Um, but still, Austin Hill and John Hunter, it has been an incredible battle between these two guys all year, and Austin was able to uh, take home the regular season championship, gets those additional playoff points, Uh, but John Hunter, the one standing in victory lane, and just was a dominant performance from this 20 team. I had a good feeling about John Hunter. He was the guy... Basically, come Monday, 
uh, before the race that I was going to have a lot of stock in. I, we did, um, and he pulled through and came away with the win. So pretty good stuff. Um, you know, congratulations to these playoff drivers, man. Uh, most notably, Parker Kligerman. Um, I got to be honest, man. Parker Kligerman, that 48 car was unbelievable. I mean, Parker probably drove one of the best races he has, he has ever had uh, this weekend to get that final playoff spot. Obviously, Riley Herbst was dealt with the kitchen sink with literally everything that went wrong. Blown tires and all of that. Had a really fast car. I mean, he was was able to, you know, drive through the field and put himself back in position. But, you know, the stage points that Kligerman was able to get to, to, to finish this race in fourth and, you know, honestly have an, an even better chance of potentially getting one or two more spots. That 48 car was a rocket at the end of this thing. It was just really awesome. Uh, been rooting for Parker and, you know, been been backing him uh, more in more ways than one this year. So was really happy to see that 48 get the final spot. It's unfortunate for Riley, who I think has a lot of talent, has a lot of great speed. Hopefully that 98 team can now focus on winning, getting in victory lane, because I know that it's probably long overdue for Riley to get his first Xfinity Series win. So hopefully they can really just make some gains, try and finish this year on a high note but man it was really tough for that for that team because they are really fast just incident after incident it's been well documented throughout the entire year that just plagues this team uh, but i believe in riley and i definitely think that that 98 car will be a little bit of a player in some of these races maybe play playoff spoiler uh for these final races here of the season but nonetheless uh the playoff round of 12 is set and here is how it is looking entering Bristol. John Hunter is the top-ranked driver. He's got the biggest cushion. He's plus 43 to the good. Austin Hill, your regular season champion, is 33 to the good. Justin Allgaier, 20 to the good. And then it gets tight. You got Cole Custer, who's plus 11 in fourth. Sam Mayer, plus nine. Chandler Smith and Josh Berry are both plus three. And Sheldon Creed holds that final spot in eighth, uh, plus two to the good. And then you got Sammy Smith, Jeb Burton, both minus two. Daniel Hemrick, minus five. And Parker Kligerman there in 12th, minus sixth. So it is a tight race here. And Bristol is going to present a lot of challenge, a lot of attrition uh, for these drivers. It's going to be a pretty great show under the lights. Bristol has produced some amazing finishes. I mean, go back to 2021 with A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Sindrick, Justin Allgaier, all those guys. I mean, just absolutely incredible stuff um so should be a great race this weekend first race of the round of 12 just a different you know you got different feels entering the weekend just because it is the playoffs and it is that there's that much more at stake for these guys uh, gonna be really excited to see them on their horse and take the wheel let's take a look at the bets see how we did at kansas we had john hunter Nemechek at plus 250 outright um, had him and Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones uh, came home second in this race. Thought there was a chance that he could play spoiler and, and get that final playoff spot. He was close. That nine car was extremely fast, uh, but he was one position too shy. Just could not uh, dethrone John Hunter Nemechek there. But we did have Brandon Jones in the outright market also at 20 to 1. Those were the two plays that I had. Just was not confident about too much 
in the outright market last week, you know, like I said, was heavy into John Hunter beginning of the week and thought that it was going to be his race to lose. He comes through and nice to have our second outright finish runner up. Um, so was really pleased with that. We went one for two on matchups. We got Brandon Jones minus 105 over Chandler Smith. We also had Riley Herbst minus 125 over Sheldon Creed. That did not cast. Sheldon Creed comes home third in this race. Really nice run for that number two. Try and get some momentum uh, entering the playoffs. We had Austin Hill top Chevy. Uh, did not hit. Austin Hill comes home in this race fifth. Brandon Jones was the top Chevy. Looking back, definitely would have played that differently knowing how good Brandon Jones is at Kansas. And he delivered. Um, so I would love to... I, don't recall what his number was uh, in that group, but it was probably a really, really nice number. Uh, so we miss out on that. And then we go 0 for 3 on, on our prop bets uh, for the top five. We had Josh Berry plus 100 for a top five. I mean, Josh Berry was a top five car all race long. And there was a chance that in that final lap that I thought he was going to maybe take over that fifth spot from Austin Hill because Austin Hill was significantly sliding back uh, and Josh Berry was able to catch him and was right on his back bumper what but was one spot short we had riley herbs plus 450 again riley herbs was just dealt with so so many issues the blown tires and everything um was really fast but just could not overcome the incidents there and brett moffitt man we had brett moffitt 12 to 1 for a top five i was i was rooting so hard for this to hit because he was running sixth towards the end and was able to catch up to parker in those closing laps, but unfortunately kind of fell off a little bit, still finishes seventh. Um, so I was really happy uh, with the way that we handicapped that. And just honestly, you know, this card in general, I know that there's a lot more X's than, than check marks here, um, but still able to make profit. And, you know, the fact that we have everybody excluding Riley Herbst to finish in the top seven, um, you know, is, is really nice to see. And, Definitely was was pleased with the way that, you know, we attacked this race um, with some of the value that we got with some of these drivers if those numbers did hit. Um, but John Hunter Nemechek was our guy. He came through and he delivered. So we're going to hopefully continue uh, the positive trend here into Thunder Valley and into the playoffs. But profit is profit. And, you know, was happy with the with uh, the leans that we did. The only thing that I would have done really differently was the Austin Hill top Chevy. Um, and looked elsewhere in, in that market. But regardless, uh, ha still happy with the result and happy with um, the way that we are attacking these races. So we're going to keep moving uh, because there's a lot to like this weekend, and I really like the card with some of these drivers. Before we go into a deep dive into the betting angles for the Food City 300, let's just take a look at a bit of news that jumped and came out this week. Sam Mayer, it was announced that he will be returning to Junior Motorsports in 2024. Sam Mayer breakout year this year with two wins uh, and looks all right entering the playoffs um might be fading him this weekend uh but still that one car you know sam mayer he's been really good and finally has been able to show his stuff so uh he will run for another championship next year with junior motorsports uh Derek krauss is set to run three more races for call like in 2023 beginning this weekend at bristol he will also run the races at Homestead, Miami, and the season finale at Phoenix in the number 11 car. Derek Krause was, he was real good at Kansas last week. Finished eighth, um, was running up front, and showed a lot of really good speed. So he'll have a couple more shots to 
you know, show his worth here this season. We mentioned Sheldon Creed earlier having momentum. Well, it was announced that he will be without his crew chief, Jeff Stankowitz, for this weekend's race after being issued an infraction for two unsecured lug nuts found in post-race inspection. Engineer Sam Bowers will be atop the pit box for the number two team on Friday. It's a one-race suspension for Stankowitz, I believe a $10,000 fine as well. Uh, but, you know, that happens, and uh, Sheldon Creed will have to work with uh, Sam Bowers this weekend. So that could be interesting, could play a role, but we'll have to wait and see. But that's just, you know, a quick little news roundup of some Xfinity Series stuff. I know that Sammy Smith uh, has his deal done, I believe, for next year. Has been pretty quiet as to what it is. Would not confirm it's with JGR or not. So that's certainly interesting. Could be a little bit of, of a surprise in silly season with, obviously, the eight car available. You know, there, there really doesn't seem to be a consensus as to who is going to be driving that eight car the 20 car is available too, but um, you know, it doesn't wouldn't really make sense maybe to move Sammy Smith over there, despite how great that 20 car is um, in comparison to you know most of the rest of Joe Gibbs racing. But regardless, you know, silly season is here, and we are going to get a lot more information over the coming weeks as the season continues to wind down. But enough of that. Let's get into the bets. Let's preview this Food City 300, the first race of the round of 12 for the Xfinity Series. This is race number 27 of the year. We'll be going for 300 laps with stages being 85, 85, and 130 laps respectively. As I mentioned, it's the first race of the round of 12 and a few notables to highlight in this field this weekend. I mentioned Derek Krause. He's back in the number 11 for Colleg Racing. Trevor Bain is making another start in the number 19 car for Joe Gibbs Racing. Connor Mozak once again in the number 24 for Sam Hunt Racing. And there he is, Dale, Dale, Dale. Dale Earnhardt Jr. making his lone Xfinity Series start this year, driving the number 88 car this weekend. That is just a fun, fascinating storyline in its own right. I can tell you right now, we're not betting him. You guys can if you want to bet with your heart, but I'm betting with my wallet, and I am not interested in Dale Earnhardt Jr. this year. <laughs> um, so it'll be fun. You know, I hope I think a top 10 is uh, more than in the cards for Junior this weekend, but uh, it'll be fun to see him out there. It'll be fun to see him racing with these guys and just good for the sports. So uh, those are some of your notables. Noah Gregson is the defending winner of this race. So we will have a new winner in victory lane this year. Let's now take a look at the odds board on Caesars Sportsbook. Take a look at where some of these drivers are priced and where we are potentially looking uh, for this race. Justin Allgaier is the outright favorite. His price set at plus 225. You then have John Hunter Nemechek set at plus 260. Josh Berry, plus 600. Trevor Bain is plus 750. Cole Custer, 8-1. to one. Sam Mayer, 9-1. to one. Austin Hill, 11-1. to one. Bookmark it. You got Chandler Smith, Sammy Smith, and Sheldon Creed, a trio of drivers at 15 to 1. Brandon Jones at 20 to 1. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is priced at 28 to 1. And then Daniel Hemrick, 50 to 1. Derek Krause, 60 to 1. Parker Kligerman, 75 to 1. So, some interesting drivers there. Um, you know, Justin Allgaier and John Hunter Nemechek, the heavy, heavy favorites. I'm not interested in either of them. 
I know that last week we had John Hunter Nemechek plus 250, but again, I was really, really high on John Hunter uh, early in the week, and I knew that I was going to bet him no matter, probably no matter what his price was, because I figured, I really believed he was going to win the race, um, and there he went and did. Bristol obviously is a much different beast of a track, uh, so those prices just are not enticing to me, especially Justin Allgaier. I know he's great here. I know he has a win here and has been up front more times than not. But a plus 225 price for a driver that has been, become extremely volatile to bet over the last couple of races. You know, we've we've had a lot of Justin Allgaier stock this year at 12 to 1, even, sometimes even longer. You know, we've had him shorter as well. But plus 225 is just not for me. <laughs> uh, even 3 to 1, not for me for Justin Allgaier. More than okay with... Uh, avoiding that and looking elsewhere down the board I mentioned Austin Hill 11 to 1 I mean we're back in our back in our normal betting ways here with the books uh, John Hunter plus 260 I mean even that not terribly interested in just knowing how Bristol races how this race could unfold and any one of these guys could be taken out um, so We'll get into more of a deep dive into the outright market later on in the show, but what do you say we start off, as we always do, with the head-to-head -head market? Got a trio of matchups, uh, plus money matchups, believe it or not, that I'm going to give for you guys here on the podcast, starting off with Austin Hill, plus 105, over Sam Mayer on Superbook. I briefed it. One week, the books are back to their old ways in pricing Austin Hill. We're going to start with a plus money matchup over Sam Mayer. In looking at pre-practice and qualifying ranks on winTheRace.info, Austin Hill has a six-place advantage over Mayer entering the weekend. In terms of comp tracks, Bristol's unique. It's tough to compare. It's really tough to compare these short tracks, but I tend to look at Dover as another high-banked concrete track, probably the most comparable that you can look at when looking at Bristol. And Hill bested Mayer there head-to-head, -head, finished fourth over Mayer's ninth. Sam Mayer's been on a slide as of late. Three straight finishes outside of the top 10. That confidence is a little low for that number one team. And Mayer has just, you know, created problems of his own, but also has just been a victim of some of that as well. You know I love Sam Mayer. I really uh, believe in his talent and his aggression, but I love betting Austin Hill even more. And I think this is an advantageous spot in the head-to-head -head market to take Austin Hill, who had a podium finish here uh, last year as well. So plus 105 over Sam Mayer on Superbook, I will take. I will also take uh, Brandon Jones, plus 100 over Sammy Smith, also on Superbook. Caesars has this matchup juiced to Jones at minus 125, so you get a little bit of an edge here with the flip over on Superbook. Here's the thing about Brandon Jones. You guys know I'm a big believer in what have you done for me lately. I factor that heavily into a lot of my bets because I really believe in momentum. But Brandon Jones is kind of that anomaly, especially this year, because his best three oval tracks by average finish since 2020 are Michigan, Bristol, and Kansas. How'd he do in those races this year? He was third at Michigan, he was runner-up at Kansas, and he was runner-up at Bristol last year. Despite how disappointing this season has been for Brandon Jones, he has found it at these tracks, and he always runs well. He is just dialed in uh, at these racetracks. Looking at Bristol specifically, he has an average finish of 4.5 over the last four with a worst finish of eighth. We saw how good he was last week at Kansas. It's another opportunity for him in a car that 
won this race last year. I like it with Brandon Jones. I think that the numbers just speak for themselves here. And at a at another track where he's proven where he can win, uh, despite how disappointing the year has been, I see him showing up again this weekend. As for Sammy Smith, it has been an absolutely dreadful stretch for this team. Seven, count them, seven straight races he has been involved in some sort of accident. When they mentioned that on the broadcast last week, uh, I was floored. I mean, it cannot get much worse for this 18 team. His performance on short tracks this year, they've been quite good. He won at Phoenix, he was second at Martinsville, and he was sixth at Dover. Again, take some of those finishes with a grain of salt just because tough to compare these short tracks with Bristol. But this is the playoffs. The pressure is going to be that much greater. For a driver that has very little seat time here, it can be difficult and anything can happen. This is not a track where it's particularly easy to avoid trouble. And Sammy Smith has been a victim of the bug here for the last seven weeks. So uh, I like Brandon Jones in this spot, especially getting plus money over on Superbook. Again, this matchup is in favor of Jones over on Caesar. So if you got Superbook, you're getting Brandon Jones at plus money over Sammy Smith there. I like it. And I will take that as our second matchup of the card. And then finally, because I'm not betting John Hunter or Justin Allgaier in the outright market, I'm going to take John Hunter Nemechek plus 110 over Justin Allgaier, also on Superbook. Getting John Hunter at plus money over Allgaier here I think is worth it. John Hunter does have a handful of Xfinity Series starts at Bristol, fifth and third in those tries, and does have four podium finishes in the Truck Series as well. He's the highest ranked driver by true performance on short tracks per wintheRace.info and the highest rated driver coming into this race amongst the field. Justin Allgaier, I mentioned it earlier. He has become an extremely volatile driver to bet lately. You cannot argue his speed. You cannot argue that he is going to be fast, and he has performed very well here at Bristol. But once again, John Hunter Nemechek is the best driver with the fastest car every fucking week. Allgaier, he's not seen victory lane here at Bristol since 2010. He's been in position to win this race the last couple of years. You know, typically don't like to bet matchups with the two favorites, but getting John Hunter on the plus side of things makes me very interested, especially since I won't have stock in the outright market. So if this were the other way around, I would not bet Justin Allgaier uh, over John Hunter Nemechek. But being that this is plus 110 to John Hunter, uh, I'm going to take it over Justin Allgaier over on Superbook. So Three plus money matchups for you there, and uh, I certainly like what we're getting with those. Moving over into the prop market, got a few here for you, all available on Bet365. We're starting off, going back to the well with Austin Hill, top five plus 170. I mean, here we are again. The respect lasted one week, and the regular season champion is back now near two to one for a top five finish, so you know we're going to grab it. Hills finished top five 57% of the time in 2023. He was third in this race last year, just continues to show up when it matters. And there's nothing to say that all, that hasn't already been said. Get this before it's too late. Plus 170 is the best price I was able to find. But if you're getting plus money anywhere, honestly, uh, it's worth betting because Austin Hill is going to be running in the top five. He is going to be there at the end when it counts. He finishes races. He has been extremely trustworthy. He's got a great great pit crew uh, to boot. So it is all just in favor for Austin Hill. There's, there's too much value here to not take it. I mean, give me a break. So top five plus 170 over on bet 365 is a bet for me. I am also going to take Brandon Jones. 
for a top five at three to one over on Bet365. Laid out the case for Jones earlier in the head to head market, and the numbers just don't lie. It's one of those cases of, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And for Brandon Jones, he's delivered this year on tracks he's proven great at. I'm even, I'm honestly even tempted to play his top three number at six to one, but I'm going to be conservative here because obviously anything can happen at Bristol and um, I'm not willing, I'm, I'm tempted, but uh, I'm not willing. I'm not talking myself into the top three number just yet, but top five, three to one for sure. Uh, I like it for Brandon Jones and what he's been able to bring here at Bristol. So uh, three to one for a top five over on bet 365 is a bet for me. When we bet this driver last week and it was difficult just because of the incident bug. But guys, Riley Herp's top five, seven to one on bet 365 just seems way too long to not put a Schmeckle or two on it. That 98 car, despite the incidents, was still extremely fast. And if he had not had that second blown tire, whatever it was, that put him back in traffic, I mean, Riley Herbst was driving his way through the field and could have cashed this for us if he had not had that second incident happen. I, you've heard me say it multiple times, he's a borderline top five car every week when avoiding trouble. Two straight top five finishes at Bristol in the Xfinity Series. And the other thing that jumps out to me too, especially looking at his price here, is that he's ranked eighth pre-practice and qualifying on WinTheRace.info, which is ahead of drivers like Chandler Smith, Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer, Daniel Hemrick, Trevor Bain, whose top five numbers are all shorter than Riley Herbst. Does not have to worry about the playoffs, just has to worry about getting in victory lane and putting together a complete race, seven to one, just think there's a ton of value here not to put a little bit on it for Riley Herbst, knowing that this 98 car is fast when they put it together, can run top five when they put it together, just put it together. And I'm willing to take the risk here at seven to one. So Riley Herbst top five, seven to one on bet 365 is going to round out the uh, prop portion there. And then in the outright market, we're taking Austin Hill 11 to one. He's there on DraftKings. A couple other shops as well have Austin Hill 11 to 1, 10 to 1. I mean, just what are we uh, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like Austin Hill finished third in this race last year and again just continues to run up front and be there. Um, so the fact that you're getting the regular season champion here at 11 to 1, a lot of value to be had. Um, I think Austin Hill is going to be a top five car, is going to be able to race his way to the front and challenge with a John Hunter Nemechek, you know, and Justin Allgaier, two of these guys that are the heavy favorites in this race. So for Austin Hill, I will take him at 11 to one over on DraftKings. I'm also going to play once again, Brandon Jones at 22 to one, you know, he was Far and away, the second best driver last week at Kansas was probably the only guy that was able to go toe-to-toe with John Hunter Nemechek, despite the dominance. You know, Bristol, a lot more traffic, a lot more drivers to deal with. Clean air is not your friend here. So Brandon Jones, coming off of his performance last week and now returning to a track where he was runner-up last year, it is one of his best tracks in his career, 22-1. to on DraftKings is a lot of value for me here to continue to bet Brandon Jones um, and hope that 
he could play playoff spoiler and you know put this thing in victory lane. This nine car was there last year. Brandon Jones certainly has the talent and showed the speed last week that I think he could certainly bring once again uh, to Bristol this weekend. So 22 to 1 is a bet for me at Brandon Jones in the outright market. Cole Custer is another driver that I'm giving a look here in the outright market. He's 8 to 1, and I think that he often gets overlooked and we forget just how talented Cole Custer is, but had an early exit at Kansas last week. Uh, running over a tire carcass, just the most wrong place at the wrong time situation you can find. But, you know, Cole Custer on concrete tracks, I really like his performance on those types of tracks. He was uh, seventh at Dover earlier this year, average running position of 5.9. He's proven to run well, not only there, but he was uh, pretty solid at Nashville as well. So Cole Custer 8-1, to one, I just feel like He's not going to get a lot of attention. I think he's worthy of a little bit more attention. And I think at 8-1, to one, when you take a look at some of those drivers in their price ranges, uh, he jumps out a little bit and certainly could be a driver with a good starting position, gets that price shortened up a little bit. Um, but I am looking at it and certainly interested. I don't have it on the card yet, but I would certainly give Cole Custer a look at 8-1. to one. I think that there's some value to be had with him as well. But we're trying to get ahead of the market here, and I think that you're getting ahead for sure with Austin Hill and Brandon Jones at those numbers. Those are the two drivers that I really like. Those are the two drivers that I'm going to play here on this podcast, and uh, you'll have to wait and see. If there's anything else that I put out, You know, we'll have the card out before the race on Friday night. Let's do a recap here of what we got. The plays that I have for you in the head-to-head market, Austin Hill plus 105 over Sam Mayer on Superbook. Brandon Jones plus 100 over Sammy Smith on Superbook. We have John Hunter Nemechek plus 110 over Justin Allgaier on Superbook. In the prop market, Austin Hill top 5 plus 170 on Bet365. Brandon Jones top 5 plus 300 on Bet365. Riley Herbst top 5 plus 700 also on Bet365. And then in the outright market, Austin Hill 11 to 1 on DraftKings. Brandon Jones, 22 to 1 on DraftKings. And guys, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the show. So before we go, you can support the NASCAR betting preview show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. Make sure you're following at Derek Yoder underscore and tune in every Wednesday for all the betting insight you need to gain an edge on race day. The guys are also live on YouTube every Wednesday night. You can see what they have going on there. And you can follow the new NASCAR betting preview show Twitter account at NASCAR BPS to stay connected on all the content that's going out uh, under the show umbrella. You can follow me on Twitter at MV Bachman on TikTok at the Mike Bach for additional betting insight and analysis across the great sport of NASCAR. What do you say we put a bow on this thing and tear down, ladies and gentlemen? As always, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Atlas Hair. For all of their support, use promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order when you purchase there. Guys, regular season, we closed up shop strong. Let's keep it up and fire away at some winners in Thunder Valley and Strike Lightning. Uh, Really excited for it. Should be a great race. The intensity is going to be up. It's going to just be a different vibe, different environment under the lights here at Bristol. So let's get after it and start the playoffs off strong we will be back next week to recap this race and preview the second race of the round of 12 from texas motor speedway guys enjoy your friday enjoy the race and most importantly 
Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, as always, for the support. We appreciate you. I'm out.